Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a Kingdom Educator, anointed by the Creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. everyone. I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I did. It was um, just a nice time away from work and getting to spend time with family. I hope you got that too. Today, I have a special guest to introduce to you. This is Felita Cars, who's with me. Welcome, Felita. Thank you, Jessica. Hi, hi, everybody. And I am so honored to have you, Felita, on the show today. I've really appreciated hearing a bit of your educational leadership story over the past couple years. As we've connected through our mutual friend, Donna Lippolt from Culture Shield, we were on a speaking tour, but um, you have been in education in the past. Right now, you're a stay-at-home mom who is launching out to be your, you're becoming an author right now. You're writing a book and you've started a nonprofit called Beyond the Color Line, which I'll leave some, the show notes below in this podcast so you can learn more about Felita if you'd like to know. But I really know that you, Felita, you have a huge heart for prayer you are strategically minded and working in connection with God in general and everything you do, you're tuning into his voice. But what I really love to hear is your educational journey with how you connected with God, what he did in the classroom. I know you have a big story, so I'm just going to kind of let you loose. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jessica. Again, it is an honor and a privilege for me to be here with you again. A little bit of my background, I taught in Prince George's County, Maryland, I was in the classroom for about nine years. And during that time, I went back to grad school to get a master's degree. And I became a vice principal in that same county. And then later I became a principal. But when I first graduated from college and I went into the teaching career, I desired to be a teacher because I wanted to give back to the community. And, you know, that's what I thought I was doing at the time. But in the midst of my career, I rededicated my life to the Lord because when I was a child, I had gotten saved and accepted Christ in my heart. And then as I grew up, you know, I kind of turned and went my own way doing what I wanted. But it was during that season that I came back to him. And I'm so thankful for that because he truly ordered my steps, Mm. you know, and helped me out because I was so green. You know, every first year teacher knows exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) And I had a very challenging group of kids. Mm -hmm. They, I I taught in a uh, suburban school district, but a lot of the kids were from the district of Columbia, the city. Okay. So the urban area and it it became quite the challenge. I was telling Felita before we started recording today that it's just an encouraging thing that we have, we work with colleagues every day who might either have have walked away from Jesus. They may have never known him and you have no idea how your life could be impacting them. And Felita is in her classroom and God like called her back to himself. (laughs) And that's just really exciting that he's on the move and he's in a good mood and he's after our hearts, wherever we're at. And let me add something else, Jessica. 
when that happened and I was, you know, working in the classroom, I saw this transformation, this transition in my life. Uh And then I would have certain, like after school, I would have Bible studies and different things going on. And I would invite teachers and I saw the lives of teachers and even my students change. Now, this was public school. So, you know, you have to be, as the Lord says, as wise as serpents, but as gentle as doves. So, you know, we had to um, have some prudence there. But this was in the 90s, early 90s. And so it wasn't quite as um, challenging then, I think, even as it is now. People were Mm -hmm. a lot more warmer to the idea and more open to the idea. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Things have changed a ton. (laughs) Yes. 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 The Lord called you to walk in connection with him. And I just love you to share a little bit about your background, about God speaking to you in relationship with your role in education and like partnering with him. Like, what did that look like as you began to see, oh, God called me into this. It wasn't just my idea of giving back to the community. How did that transpire and what did that start to look like? I, like I said, a lot of my kids were from challenging backgrounds and, you know, very urban. And I had a lot of challenges and I learned to pray in my classroom before the kids would come in there. And I think that the light of the Lord and, you know, you're supposed to be salt and light. I found myself a lot more patient with my students. I found myself Mm. having really more love Mm -hmm. because I was filled with the love of Christ. So I was able to, you know, pour that type of love into them. And the interesting thing about kids, they have an intuition about them. They know when you love them. They know when you don't like them. Yeah. And when a child knows that you truly care, they will allow you to discipline them. They really mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, children will rebel and they really will, you know, they'll give you a really hard time if they don't think you really care about them. And they really can just discern it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I began to see that type of change in my classroom. I began to see Um, that type of change in my students. And let me tell you this really cool story. Yeah, please. And I'm fast forwarding a few years. So I started out in the middle school. I was an eighth Uh grade teacher for several years. And I, during that course of the time I was in the classroom, I went back to school. I was in, I was living in Maryland at the time. And I went to Johns Hopkins university, got my master's degree in administration Mm -hmm. and supervision, became a vice principal. And so at this point I am a vice principal of a high school. Uh-huh. Oh my God. What an experience that was. <laughs> but I had a parent. Which means that you're like part of the behavior plan, right? Like you're the one that all the kids go 100%. to. The, yep. Yep. Oh, the discipline. hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> and I had this mom, we were having trouble with the students with her boy. Uh-huh. And she, she came in because we had to have a parent conference and she came in and she was during our time of conversation. She just broke down and began crying. Wow. Wow. And she was saying, my maiden name was Blow. Miss Blow, I've done everything I can. I have done this to this boy, that, this. And she's just going down the list of all of her interventions and trying options, different things for this child. And although I knew that I probably, because I'm on the school time or whatever, but it's like, if you see someone who's about to run in front of a train, how do you not try and prevent you know, something harmful. How do you not scream out or run out or do whatever you can to help that person? Right. And that's how I felt. And Mm. so I just asked her about her relationship with the Lord and if she knew the Lord. 
Mm -hmm. And right there in my office, you know, the door was closed. I began to witness to her. I began to minister to her. We did the sinner's prayer. And I basically told her all of the things that she is experiencing with her son. First and foremost, Mm -hmm. we have to, you know, first think the kingdom of God. And then all these things will be added to Yes. Amen. So we did that. And, you know, we prayed. She shared tears. She was so encouraged. Wow. that experience. And if I'm not mistaken, because there's so many different stories in that particular case, Mm -hmm. I believe we did see improvement in that student. We saw, she saw improvement. I saw improvement. And I think it is because of what happened in, you know, with the mother in in her life and her life changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, so I began to partner with the Lord in this type of way. And I just kind of felt like my school, the students, my classroom, and even when I was out of the classroom, it became my ministry. It became, you know, my ground for planting seeds. And, and I actually got in a little bit of trouble. Oh, (laughs) you did? We'll talk about that. If if you're interested, I can, you know, I don't want to. Yeah. So you were really starting to see yourself as a teacher on mission hearing God's voice, like you, it sounds like you really felt his prompting to talk to this mom, like she's desperate. And you're just like, I have to share the gospel with her because she needs this. Yes. (laughs) Wow. I love that. You know, this boy, he's obviously having some major issues going on. It probably starting in his own heart, but his mom giving her heart to Jesus and that because she's the authority in the home, right? A covering it's like her own spiritual covering, waking up to the knowledge of Jesus causes a covering for this boy. And it's no wonder like that he would start to change. And we think about that even in our classrooms or our own homes, when we are submitted to the Lordship of Christ and we're hearing and staying connected with him, we know the strategies and we know the plans of God's heart. And then we're, our kids can actually be blessed. And I just think that that's such an encouragement, even for classroom teachers, you are blessing kids, whether they know Jesus or not, they're being influenced by his spirit. A hundred percent. You're like a portal. Yes. When you're in your classroom, that is like your sanctuary. That is your place. Yeah. You can put oil on the seats and, and, and you know, like get those seats purified and sanctified before your kids even come in. And they won't even yeah. know. But when they enter your classroom, it's like, there's something different about this classroom. They'll feel a peace about the classroom. Amen. And um, I, you said she was the head of her household and she was, she was a single mom. The she majority, okay. the great majority of the families were single mother homes, single parents, mm-hmm. single moms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that story. Thanks for sharing that. Do you have any other stories of students being impacted with God's presence through you in your time in education? So there's this one student that I can remember. Like I said, I was an English teacher. And sometimes the children, like for lunch, Mm-hmm. they would ask Miss Glow, can I come to your class during lunch and sit with you? And, yeah. th- and this was loud, it, as long as they were with a teacher and not just in the hallway playing. If they had, And certain students would want to come in my room during the lunch hour, you know, and I would be in there doing something, working or whatever. Right. Because I, I did not do the teacher lounge thing because yeah. fortunately, a lot of times there's a lot of negativity going on and they're, yeah. I get it. They're venting. God bless them. It, it's probably they think is helping them. So I truly understand because I've, I've had my experiences with that, but I would stay away from the teacher's lounge. So I would eat my lunch in my class. Yeah. So sometimes kids would come in this one particular young man. He said to me, Miss Blow, I got saved. 
I mean, he he had a life transformation and he got saved. I'm wow. not going to say it was because of me at mm-hmm. all, but I do believe he saw something in me and the experience came to me because he knew we were connected now, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought that was something he yes. knew. Yes. And so he came and let me know and he didn't want to say it. He wanted to make sure it was private conversation. He didn't want to necessarily say it in front of all his peers. And I get that. He was yeah. very, he was 13, right? Right. And I remember at the same time, there were teachers going through different things, even personal things. And mm-hmm. we would, after school, I would pray with people sometimes mm. and just be an encouragement to one another. Because sometimes in the school, it was rather dark during the day. Yeah. And teachers were really having a hard time. And some people were very discouraged. And it was really, I was just trying to be salt and light. And I think God used me. Yeah. To be that for the staff. Yeah. And I had some of the staffers to just say what a encouragement I was and just how much it helped them. They would even say, Felita, would you pray for me? You know, Mm -hmm. they would come and ask for prayer. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. You're truly a lighthouse. And as you build yourself up in the Lord, you have enough to give away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that he's flowing out of you. That's so encouraging. And it's really precious that that young man came to tell you too, just because he knew yeah. Right. That you also carried the presence of Jesus. And Amen. yeah, that's so neat. That's really yeah. neat. Well, thank you for sharing these testimonies today. I hope that those who are listening are encouraged because there's some good meat in here of simple things that we can do to prepare the space for our classrooms, but also just to know that God wants to use us in all kinds of ways and to be ready because he just wants to flow out of us to bring his goodness, peace, salvation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just the presence of God coming with answers, even as our colleagues might be going through hard things. And so just thank you for sharing those testimonies today to encourage us. Can I add one more piece, Jessica? I'm sorry. Yeah. If you are a believer, you're a Christian teacher, and you have colleagues that you share the faith, the two of you or three of you or whatever, you guys can come together. You yeah. know, the Lord says one can set a thousand to 10,000. It is so powerful when we come together. You guys mm-hmm. are having the same experiences. You probably are sharing some of the same kids, some of you, and you're not alone in this. Sometimes it can feel a little lonely, but you're not alone. And we can just be as wise as serpents, but as gentle as doves. And we can bring the presence of God into your school, into the classroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, even sometimes before you can walk around the school, prayer walk around the school, after yeah. school or whatever. And get exercise in while you are, because it's so, it's cold here. I'm in Kansas. It's so cold here right now. Get some exercise in while you are praying and, you know, kind of like multitasking, but just a suggestion of some things you could do. I'm telling you, prayer is powerful. The effectual and fervent prayers of the righteous avails much. That is what the Lord honors his word. He truly does. That's so good. And Felita, that reminds me, I had a group of teachers, actually, they're most of them were paras. I think I was the only teacher that came and prayed. I think we prayed for one year every Friday. We had a couple just off the edge of the property of our school decide to do wildlife for our middle school, which is a connection with young lives. And we probably had 50 kids that went every Friday night and a bunch of them ended up giving their heart to Jesus, getting baptized in the Holy Spirit over the next few years. You never know, like sometimes God's raising up volunteers, community members to pray. You have no idea God's connecting people to be a force of righteousness and light and life to our communities through your prayers and connecting with your colleagues. So mm-hmm. yes, such a good encouragement. Amen. That's beautiful. Felita, would you be willing to pray for the teachers that are listening 
they would be strengthened and encouraged in this season as we're We've got kind of a month left before Christmas break, but also I feel like as we think about the new year, there's perhaps there's new vision even for us individually. Yeah, that folks would have an encouraging new perspective. I just even think about the snow on the ground here <laughs> and how it's like fresh and new. I just think that he's got new mercies. It's yes. just good to remember that. So yes, yeah. amen, amen. Yeah. So Father, we thank you, God, for your goodness, Lord. We come before you and I touching and agreeing as sisters, Lord, for all of the teachers, God, who are going to be watching and listening to this podcast. And even those who aren't, but they are in Jessica's influence and, and they follow her. Father, we lift up all of these beautiful men and women who love children. And I believe they do because they're in this very field and there had to be a love, a concern, a desire for children, even to be called to be a teacher. And we lift them up before you, Father, and we pray your blessings to be upon them. We pray your refreshing to be upon them, Lord, that you would give them God ideas in the classroom, God. Lord, these people are salt and light, and we pray that you would cause them to be salt and light, that you would fill them up in an extra special measure of your love and that would overflow out of them onto all of their students, the other teachers, the parents, the faculty, their administrators, that it would just ooze out of them onto everyone, Lord. And Father, when they come to a situation in the classroom that may be frustrating or that may be a bit challenging or whatever it may be, I pray that Holy Spirit, you would bring to their minds your word a scripture, Lord, that they can, because God, it's wonderful when we pray your word back to you. That is an excellent tool, Father. I pray for revelation to them because your word is your will. And so when we're praying Mm -hmm. your word back to you, dear God, you are going to do that because it is absolutely your will for it to be accomplished. So we know that we have what we ask even before, dear God. So we thank you for just that revelation. I'm thinking of uh, of students that may be challenging and I'm thinking of Psalms 1-1 and um, that Lord, they could just pray this scripture back to you for their students, not listening to false counsel, Lord, but being instructed through you. And that Lord, you desire that all men would be saved and come to know you. And that these children, dear God, Um, that they would become saved and know you. School is extremely important. Education, academia, it's all good. It's excellent. But there is nothing more important on this earth, Father, than to come to know you and accept the gift of salvation first and foremost. And I pray that salvation over all of these children, dear God, that they would come to know you, dear Lord, and become good citizens, dear Lord, and obedient and listen to their teachers, Father, and that you would just cause the teachers to have wisdom, your godly wisdom. We praise you. We give you all glory and honor. And Father, I just speak encouragement over them. Mm-hmm. That Lord, if there's anyone who's discouraged, I pray your peace. I pray your joy. I pray even laughter, which doeth good like a medicine. I'm yes. very yes. as you say on your word, Lord. I pray that you would just bless these teachers, dear God. 
would, would, you would open up your windows of heaven that they wouldn't even have room to receive the amount of blessing, dear God, upon them and let it be a testimony for them, dear Lord, in their walk with you in Jesus's name. Yes. Amen. Thank you so much, Felita. You're welcome. Well, I hope that everyone listening feels empowered by the Holy Spirit to be the carrier of God's goodness that you are an ambassador of the King because you truly are. Yeah. We're just grateful for the work that you do every day. It's, it's making a difference in your community. Never doubt that. So blessings on your day. And Felita, thank you again for coming on today and sharing a bit of your story and your testimonies. It was so encouraging. So welcome. And thank you so much for having me, Jessica. God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator Daily Truth Declarations, my encouraging newsletter, and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.